Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. about being a zombie is that you can't tell someone you're sorry for trying to eat them, even when they're the first living being that you've seen in... Uh, I don't even know how long at this point. Now, I know what you're thinking, dear listener. Or, well, at least I've got a pretty good idea rolling around in the old nogs up here. Uh, yikes, that sounded better in my head before I said it out loud. Technically, this is all in my head. You know what, let's not ruin the magic by reading into that too much. Anyway, Magic 8-Ball tells me you're thinking... Uh, Hannah, last time I saw you, things... Well, didn't look all that encouraging. You were trying to eat that girl you saved, and now here you are sitting all awkward taco across a campfire from each other. Uh, and to that, I might reply that it's... Well, a, a little complicated... Okay, maybe it's a lot complicated. Fortunately for the both of us, we get to skip my rambling account and roll one of those handy-dandy flashback sequences, right? I'm gonna go ahead and warn you, though, I don't think either of us were really at our most, uh, graceful selves today. Ah! Hey! Pick it up! Stupid zombie! I'm not your, ah! I'm not your hamburger... your... your Wait, this is it. Right about here. This is when we both somehow knew that my heart just wasn't into eating her. Even after she shot me. And it's a pretty strange thing for a zombie to say because, let's be honest, we haven't ever really turned down a meal opportunity in this everlasting unlife yet. But here we were. And look, look, look at that right there. Look at how weak that swipe was. And that claw, really? Come on. Who do you think you're fooling, Hannah? That is not the same Hannah that ate three bikers and a guy in a clown suit at a trailer park in Ohio before getting ready for an encore. Which is actually a pretty great story, but not the one we're telling here. So shush, Hannah, because... 
there. You see it. You see it for yourself. We just stop. She thinks she pushed me off, but she didn't. We just... we stopped. Okay, I'm so confused right now. You know, are we, are we not doing this anymore? Not that I'm exactly arguing to be eaten, but... This is weird. Ugh, that was an understatement. Weird and, like, totally awkward, don't you think? It's not like I can tell her, Hey, look, it's not you, it's me. I'm sure you're really tasty, but I just don't like you as a sandwich. Come on. Instead, we're just standing there, glaring the nastiest glare that zombie me has ever glared. Like, probably even nastier than the look she's always giving the crows. How did you even come back from that? Oh, as an important aside, I feel the need to call attention to the fact that we never properly celebrated the recent demise of our hated rivals. <sighs> Press F in the chat for crows. Uh, sorry. That's pretty niche pre-apocalypse nerd humor from back when we were able to have nice things. Uh, like video games and subsequently watching complete strangers play them on the internet as though we were all close-knit friends with all the time in the world ahead of us. Look, life wasn't perfect before the apocalypse either, okay? Don't judge me. Well, okay then. This has been a thing. A real fucking thing. Catch you on the flip side, zombie girl. Oh, oh. You're following me. No, this isn't happening. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, she's right, we are. First we didn't eat her and now we're following her. Zombie me, I swear, if we ever see that red balloon again, it's yours! Oh, okay. I don't know if you're, like, still contemplating round two. Ah. But I'm gonna warn you right now, you don't even know what you're messing with. Next shot, coming out of this gun right here, goes in between your eyes. I fucking mean it. Mostly... Fuck it, you can't understand me. Truth is, I've never been the best shot under pressure. But you should know that I will so make the most valiant attempt possible before no doubt letting rip with the most pathetic baby bitch scream imaginable as he eat me. So, stop following me. Seriously. She's adorable and funny too. Like, where were you a hundred years ago? If I had a checklist, and I'm not admitting that I ever did, but hypothetically speaking, if one were tucked in the back of my sketchbook with stupid little hearts and doodles all over it, well, so many boxes would be checked right now. Oh, listener, do you think she likes Italian? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, Hannah, wait. Hold up. Imagine what Mel would have said. Or be realistic. She would probably just roll her eyes and ask me when the new one was moving in. She'd tell me to pump the brakes, and let's face it, she'd be right this time. Zombie-human relations are at an all-time low, and relationships? Ugh! Well, they're right out of the question, aren't they? Not even feasible, actually. So, yeah, glare, zombie me. Glare to your heart's content with all your resentful, did she actually just shoot me after I saved her mite? Because if we get happy, we're going to get bitey. Real bitey. Okay, so you're still following me. <sighs> what the fuck is this? I mean, it's so backwards. 
of all the reports from all the scouts that ever passed through Golden Gate, I've... I, no, I, I don't think I've ever heard of a good zombie. Or even a passive one. Which means I'm technically obligated to see how this plays out, right? I mean, <laughs> that's my job as a scout. To find irregularities and developments out here in the wasteland and report them back to command. To even try and retrieve them when possible. Does a whole last actual zombie count? <sighs> Note, this talking to myself situation is getting exponentially worse. Totally out of hand. I mean, I'm not even recording a log yet. On the positive side, there's pretty much a zero chance you understand what I'm saying or what a spaz I am, so I guess that's a plus, huh? So, suppose it's time to just, I don't know, keep up, zombie girl? Or don't, which would also be great and put an end to the very real possibility that this experiment or whatever the hell it is, is just a passing truce and you're actually plotting to eat me right now like a regular zombie would. And that's how we ended up here. I'm not altogether sure that she doesn't still think I'm going to try to eat her, which I'm totally not. Or at the least, we ought to consider the very real possibility that Zombie Me and I have finally actually agreed on a thing. That thing being that this lady is just too precious to eat, and that we absolutely don't have to go back to being alone again. That said, don't think we missed you put your stupid, woefully ineffective pistol behind the firewood while saying that it's your zombie off. Oh, if only there were zombie repellent, right? A polite but firm wall of bad smell would have been a vastly better solution than killer robots. Also, how is it that even a hundred years after the fall of man, people still use pre-apocalypse brand names in a way that is synonymous with all the versions of the product they represented? Like, have you ever asked for a Kleenex, listener? Or taken a Polaroid picture? Ugh. Ugh, it's the actual worst! But, I have to admit, pet peeves aside, that this is... Well, this is nice. So nice that I can't help but think that it might end at any minute. That we could be a split second away from baser zombie instincts taking control and making me hope that her zombie off is more effective than the deep woods variety. Because, no matter how much the Mel in the back of my head is telling me not to get invested in this, not to get attached to her, I... I honestly think I would rather have stayed on the ground and let the trees grow through me than to finally find someone again, just to... just to lose them. Being here tonight, by this strangely comforting campfire, we might actually get the chance to come back from being a monster. For once. Scout entry, July 9th, 2182. Callie checking in. Against all odds, both probable and far-fetched. I guess I can at least for the time being report that I am still alive. <laughs> uh, we're currently camped somewhere inside of the old Kalamazoo ruins, as far away from my crashed spinner as I could get before collapsing. Things got really gnarly back there. And I'm not exactly sure when or how I'm going to process all the new weirdness that has befallen my life, but let's just go ahead and give it a try. Unpacking... Now. I said we there, didn't I? Okay. Just give me a second to get to that. 
How do you go from years of the most fruitless and all-around underwhelming scouting mission in the history of the settlement only to have this happen? The weirdest goddamn situation of my entire life just come knocking at my proverbial door. So, quick recap for those not paying attention. Spinner crashed. Ankle sprained. Ow. Robot in hot pursuit gunning for my ass before unlikely rescue by a shockingly heroic zombie. All of that isn't even the weirdest part of my day as, get this, I think I have a pet zombie. Yeah, I walked miles on a bum ankle today and this thing just followed behind me all day. For a while, I was wondering if she was tailing me in the way that a, that a predator kind of stalks and follows its prey, me, until said prey, me, is tired and the kill is guaranteed. But, but no, th that time came and went multiple times. I, I literally got so frustrated that I fell down on a rock and surrendered. Even called out, perhaps a little too dramatically, for her to go ahead and, and take me now, please. And she just stood there, waiting for me to get up and get my shit together. Fucking embarrassing being called out by a zombie, by the way. Fast forward to now and she's just... <sighs> Sitting across from me in front of the fire. Staring off into the night in unblinking silence. <laughs> this isn't normal, right? <laughs> Just checking, because it seems like I've entered a parallel universe, where I'm the backwards one. Oh, l like like those Twilight Zone discs back home? How they go, they go, um, uh, you unlock this door with a key of imagination. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of sound, of sight. Maybe I was the zombie all along! Huh? Sorry, had to... Anyway, what I mean is that we've tried to catch these things before. Extend an olive branch, whatever, make friends. It never worked out. Yeah, there have been stories of big hearts out there who try and domesticate zombies, put them to some purpose, and it always ends up the same way. Which is to say that it doesn't end up like this. And with that being the case, who's to say that this doesn't actually end up any different from all those stories? You know, tonight I might finally get some shut-eye, only to wake up with teeth buried into my jugular and just thinking, <laughs> Told you so, Callie. Freaking told you so. But, but what choice do I really have? After seeing what she did to that robot back there, it's not like I can overpower her. And if I just pop her with my pistol, then... Well, then I... Well, what if this one is different? What if this is my chance to come back with something? To change things going forward. I imagine if this weird little zombie girl is one of a kind. What sort of things could the big brains learn from her? Right? I can't just let that slip away. So I've set up some precautions. Primarily, I've surrounded my sleeping area with twigs and other stuff that will make noise when it's stepped on. And I'm hoping I sleep as light as I always do when I open and all of that. Yeah. I mean, I... I guess we'll see. <clears throat> Good night. Night, night, zombie girl. Sleep, sleep. Yeah, don't. Do, I guess don't. Don't kill me. Kill, no. Okay, I really can't tell if she understands. <sighs> well, folks, there it is. Wish me luck. Callie, signing off.
Good night. Callie. I'll, um... I'll try. I promise. Thank you. Well, hello there, listener. It's been a little while, and whether you've stuck with the show during our little hiatus or are new to Hanapocalypse, I'm going to welcome you back all the same. I hope you weren't too worried after the end of Episode 5. As you can see, Hannah and Callie are just fine, even if a little tense at the moment. We're going to go ahead and leave them to warm beside the fire a minute while we direct your attention elsewhere. But don't you worry, we'll be back up to the Michigan Outland soon enough. An Apocalypse has been brought to you by Red Fathom Entertainment and stars Amanda Hufford as Hannah, Jordan Rudolph as Mel, and Abigail Turner as Callie. This episode was written and sound designed by Damien Sidlow, with sensitivity reading and editing by Max Shepard. We'd love it if you'd stop by and show us some love with maybe a follow on socials. You can find us on Twitter at Hanapocticle, and now on Instagram for the first time as Red Fathom Ent. If you like what you hear so far and would like to support the show, as well as other future productions like it, you can be one of the first to do so by visiting Red Fathom over on Patreon. Patreon is, of course, a service that allows you to pitch a few bucks to us monthly to help keep this show going. Every dollar goes to paying our talent and improving the show, helping us bring stories like this one out from post-apocalyptia and straight into your ear holes. Enough of that, though. Until next time, listener. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the alley, the scent is stronger, overpowering. As I watch, the overhead lamps flicker and wink out one by one. God damn it. No. The girl appears briefly under the last streetlight, the headphones snug against her ears, the Walkman clasped to her hip. She's oblivious as she walks, lost in her own world. Hey, stop! I need to talk to you! Then she swallowed up by the darkness again. Helen! Wait a second! <laughs> it strikes her in the gloom so fast she barely has time to scream. She falls into the edge of the lamplight and lies there, bleeding, motionless. The man's skin is scaly, flaking, and there are patches of soot on his cheeks. He stares at me with eyes like midnight. Eyes that are devoid of remorse, devoid of humanity. He's one of them. I turn and run, and I don't look back. The Road of Shadows, a new mystery and suspense audio drama by Mark R. Healy, creator of The Strata. Listen now at theroadofshadows.com. Thank you.